Jeff like Palermo, WWL.com columnist at Jeff Palermo, LRN, join us as he does each and every week. Jeff, it's finally here, man. LSU and Alabama, the hype will be over at 7 o'clock. These mm-hmm. two teams will be getting after each other. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> the, the hype is uh, almost over, and there's been a lot of, uh, a lot of it. It seems like uh, I can't bump into anybody here in the uh, town of Baton Rouge that thinks LSU will not win this game. Uh, It's amazing how confident this fan base is considering the oddsmakers have have them as two touchdown underdogs. Yeah, I mean, that it's surprising, but then again, not. But, Jeff, here's what I keep harping on. If there's a matchup that favors LSU, or not favors, if there's one that they can withstand and match up with Alabama and that offense and Tua Tunga-Vailoa, it's in the secondary. That's the strength of this defense right now. Well, Coach Ed Orgeron, you might have saw it on ESPN College Game Day, talked about it today, that he brought uh, in the team meeting last night, he brought the secondary in front of the entire team and told them, I believe in you guys. I have confidence in you guys. And you're right. I mean, that's. Uh, they're the guys that are going to have to make things happen. You hope to get some pressure on Tua, but when you look at LSU, they lead the uh, NCAA in interceptions, and Tua hasn't thrown one. So something has to give, and those guys have to play very well here tonight. Jeff, with all the hype around this particular game, college game day, uh, Alabama being number one, LSU number three, how do you block all of that stuff out as if you're LSU in what LSU team do you think will show up today? The first team that played against Miami or the team that played against Florida a couple of weeks ago? Uh, I think you're going to see the team that resembles what you saw in Florida and in a lot of the games against LSU. Uh, a team that comes out fired up, ready to play. Um, might not be able to – they're, they're not. I don't think they're as talented as Alabama, but, can, but they can certainly match up against them and, and have a shot here tonight. Um, I, I, as far as why, you know, one of the things that Ed Orgeron talks about is the blocking out the noise. And, you know, mm-hmm. you see this a lot that, especially with uh, coaches that have, are, are just starting a program, the players really buy into the message of the head coach. When Ed Orgeron took over as interim coach, it was one team, one heartbeat, and they really bought into that. Mm-hmm. And the model this year has been block out the noise, and the team has really – done a good job of that they haven't listened to a lot of the naysayers they, they may hear it but uh they they use that as motivation and um i, I think this is a team that uh, e- even after a big win three weeks ago against georgia rebounded well enough to win the next week against mississippi state because they were able to block out the noise jeff palermo wwl.com columnist looking again at this matchup between number three lsu and number one alabama i I, I kind of get hung up on this, but it, I think it, it, it'll t- it's pretty interesting to think about. Alabama hasn't had to play anybody into the fourth quarter. Mm-hmm. You get them there tonight. I, I'm curious to see how how Alabama responds. Well, the trick is, or the thing is, is that LSU has been able, especially in games in Tiger Stadium here, they've been able to get Alabama into the fourth quarter. They've been right there to win some games. Mm-hmm. Last time around, it was 0-0 going into uh, the fourth quarter, and they ended up losing 10 to nothing. Two years before that, it looked like LSU was about ready to score a touchdown to kind of put the game away or really give them an advantage to win, and then there was a... 15-yard penalty against Vidal Alexander, and then LSU yep. ended up losing the game in overtime. I mean, they've, they've had them. They, they, I don't want to say they've had them on the ropes, but they've had a chance to to uh, throw a knockout punch or at least throw a punch to really stagger Alabama, and they haven't been able to do it. 
Um, I, I think, <laughs> you know, you listen to some LSU fans, and you, you would think Alabama's like 60 years old and can't play 60 <laughs> minutes. I think they can play 60 minutes here today. Right. And I think Tua can go into the fourth quarter. I don't think that is as much of an advantage for LSU as you think uh, that they could compete. I, uh, now, can they can they maybe stun them a little bit like uh, they did against Georgia and have, um, you know, Alabama kind of really not feel confident about itself the rest of the way like the Bulldogs did? That's possible. But I think the, the level of where this program is, where Alabama is with Nick Saban and where Georgia is with Kirby Smart, I think even if LSU delivers a big blow early in the game, Alabama will have the mental fortitude to stay with it, and they can re- they can re- they can rebound from something like that. Jeff Palermo here, and Jeff, when you when you look at the atmosphere that's sure to be here at Death Valley, I, I would imagine that's going to be even though look Alabama plays in some big time games, that's yep. going to be something that they're going to have to contend with because this this fan base as you talked about, is as confident as they've ever been. Mm-hmm. And Death Valley is finally feeling like Death Valley once again. Well, there's a, I think there's a couple of reasons why uh, the fan base is where it's at. I think uh, for the most part, uh, everybody believes in the head coach. And, and it's been a while since that's happened. Now, that, that may change after tonight. We'll <laughs> see You know how it, how, it can, how it can quickly turn. I think the other thing is, is that the uh, team – or the fan base really believes in its quarterback. Now, Joe Burrow, the statistics are not going to jump off the page. The 50% completion rate, the seven touchdowns, the six interceptions, none of that is really all that exciting. But what the guy does is he makes big plays at the right time. And uh, I think you'd rather go with him in this game than you would with a Danny Etling, uh, with a Jordan Jefferson, or with a Brandon Harris, some of the other quarterbacks that LSU is tried to beat Alabama with during the seven-game losing streak to them. So, yeah, this, this fan base, this crowd is going to be electric, and that will be a factor for Alabama to deal with because they they have not. Uh, I, I would imagine, though, a, a program like Crimson Tide, they are really welcoming this challenge. I know Joe Burrow says they're not afraid. Uh, Alabama's not afraid either. Jeff, what does Joe Burrow have to do in order to be successful against this Alabama team tonight? To get rid of the ball quickly, and he's got to connect on some deep passes. Um, and, and I like his ability to run. I think you're going to see that here. Uh, hopefully, it doesn't take too much of a beating. But man, they got to hit on some deep passes. I mean, yep. his numbers could look a lot better if they were able to connect on a few more of those. Maybe it comes together tonight. Maybe uh, you know the guys can complete 60, 65 percent. I think that's the other thing. I, I mean, I don't think LSU could win this game if he goes. Uh, 12 for 25 for 170 yards. I don't, I don't think that's going to get the job done here tonight. Mm-hmm. I think he's got to be a little bit more efficient. I think the passing yardage has to be up. Uh, that means not only him maybe hitting on some deep balls, but maybe you need uh, a crossing pattern, uh, kind of like the Derek Dillon touchdown catch against Auburn, and there's a breakdown in the Alabama secondary because there's confusion and all that kind of stuff. I think uh, you, you need you know some run after the catch here. So uh, I think for LSU to win this game, he's got to at least throw for over 225 yards in this game, and the uh, passing percentage needs to be higher, closer to 60% than it is 50%. Jeff, if there's an area where LSU has an advantage, it's got to be on special teams over Alabama, especially in the kicking game in general with Cole Tracy. If this game comes down to a, a Cole Tracy, cold-blooded uh, kick, 
I think I think it's advantage LSU. Austin Jones, the transfer from from Temple, has struggled at times this year for Alabama. Oh, no doubt about it. I mean, if LSU's got the ball and you're down, they're down two or one or tie game, whatever it might be, and they need a field goal, you got to feel really good about Cole Tracy's chances. Uh, he has not really let them down all season long. So, uh, but you got to get there, right? <laughs> you got to be in that position. Yep. And, and obviously, um, you know, again, when you look at the statistics overall for LSU, Cole Tracy has nearly as many field goals tonight as or has as many field goals as the team has scored touchdowns. Uh, that's another statistic you're gonna, they're going to have to try to avoid. They're going to need uh, at least two or three or four times as many touchdowns as Cole Tracy has uh, field goals here. So, uh, And I think Ed Orgeron will be aggressive in this game. I mean, even if they – unless it's early in the game and they want to get some points on the board and, you know, they're looking at a 45-yard field goal, they'll, they'll maybe go – they'll maybe kick it, but – you know, if it's a situation where it's fourth and second, fourth and third, and they're looking at anywhere between a 35 to 45-yard field goal, I think they're going to go for it. And and I think uh, I, I would hope during the uh, bye week, the one thing that you would hope to see from this team is, no, you don't want to see any um, – you're not hoping for, like, you know, all these kind of gadget plays that they're going to run. With, yeah, one or two is okay. But what you'd want to see is just better efficiency in the red zone that they've self-scouted themselves enough here to figure out why they – haven't scored more touchdowns once they've got in the red zone. Jeff, does LSU win or cover? Oh, I think they cover. I, I, there is, uh, well, I don't want to say no doubt in my mind, but uh, every time these guys have played inside Tiger Stadium, mm-hmm. uh, since Nick Saban has been mm-hmm. at Alabama, it's always been a game. LSU's yep. always stuck with them, uh, and I think they can, they can certainly do that here in this game. Can they win it? Uh, I just think they still have the advantage over LSU that they've had over the last seven matchups. I think they're better in the interior, or excuse me, better on the offensive and defensive line, and they got the better quarterback in this game. Now, if Burrow plays great, LSU forces some turnovers, and they're able to not have it such a huge advantage in the trenches, yep. then, yeah, LSU pulls off the upset in this game. There you go. Jeff Palermo. WWL.com, columnist at Jeff Palermo, L-R-N. We'll talk to you next week, man. All right, Jeff. All right, thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.